What is toxic masculinity? Real men don't cry. Boys will be boys. Everything starts when kids are young and the negative influences in their adults' lives can intensify the damage. Welcome to the Queen's Tech Podcast, where we will discuss hot topics. If you are looking forward to hearing our opinions, don't forget to subscribe and visit the Queen's Tech website. And of course, stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. This is your host, Chemi. Tenzing. Betty. Raphael. On today's episode, we will be discussing toxic masculinity. So what is toxic masculinity? It is the adherence to traditional male gender roles that consequently stigmatize and limit the emotions boys and men may comfortably express while elevating other emotions such as anger. So you guys being men, do you guys agree with this statement or not? Yeah, I mean, I do. I don't know about you. Do you? Yeah, in a way. A few examples of toxic masculinity is telling boys to man up when they feel upset. Or justifying abusive and inappropriate behavior with the phrase, boys will be boys. How do you guys feel about these two phrases? I believe those two terms help spread toxic masculinity, especially online social media. I think maybe during COVID, when it was a big thing, like 2020, I remember there was like this trend on TikTok, boys will be boys. And, and I think with the content that came with those vid- type of videos, it was very inappropriate stuff about women. I think the trend had displayed how toxic masculinity is. And like because of social media and all the content out there, I think toxic masculinity has become really normalized. And a lot of people think it's okay to say inappropriate statements about women and justify it by saying statements like, that's just how boys are. That's their personality, which I disagree with because everyone should have a boundary where they can respect the opposite gender without objectifying them, I guess. Okay, so have you ever been a victim or have seen like another woman being a victim of toxic masculinity? I myself have experienced it because in a past relationship I had, it was like my significant other would always be the dominant one. Sometimes sometimes I'd see him like it, a lot of people consider it would be like cheating in a relationship with other girls. And if I confronted him about it, he'd say stuff like, oh, um, you know, that's just how guys are. He's like, if you're in a relationship, you have to expect that men will have multiple women. It was like a really messed up concept of toxic masculinity because he think that it's okay. It's okay to, as a man, that it's justifiable to cheat on your your significant other with other women because it makes them feel powerful. It makes them feel empowered. Like society has made it seem that like being a douchebag, being a jerk is like okay because they think that it's a very prominent masculine trait for them. To be, to be like a jerk. I feel like cheating shouldn't be justified with like toxic masculinity because I feel like it just, it just, I think it creates more double standards because if you see a woman cheat, then, then like everyone's gonna be like, oh, you're like, that's like, that's wrong. You're such a cheater. And like everyone's gonna be like, they're gonna like call her names and everything. But if a guy does it, they're gonna be like, oh my God, king or whatever. It's also like the friend group many men are associated with because once they fall into the wrong crowd of friends then they start acting like oh um they can be a douchebag you know it's justifiable because because their homies hype them up but the thing is like for example as a man i don't think it really matters if you're a woman or a man if you cheat in a relationship it's wrong yeah i agree that if you cheat in a relationship that's wrong but the thing is how people act when people like when when it's a man versus a woman like that's just I feel like that just messed up because one shouldn't be hyped up and then one shouldn't be like booed on. Like recently with the Jada Smith incident of her cheating on Will Smith, how people responded to that was like very negative. Which cheating is a bad thing, but like the way they responded to her calling her names and that like very disrespectful. In a similar situation with like, Chris Brown who cheated on Rihanna, 
people were like boss mentality and all that stuff. And like, that's like, oh, what a, what a king. Or like, I don't think shouldn't really be like praised, especially with cheating, which is, you know, a very bad thing. Okay, so adding on to Tenzing, um, I remember there was this one incident. It, it happened recently. It was like when Will Smith punched Chris Rock. Yeah. at the Oscars. So basically, from what I see, and a lot of people also agree with this, people are saying that at some angles, you could see him laughing, like he did not care. It was not that deep, right? So you know how Jada cheated on Will Smith, right? So basically, now he thinks that in order to keep her in this relationship with him to be like worthy enough, he'd have to show his manliness punching Chris Rock in the face. Because yeah, what Chemi said earlier with how he was laughing with the jo- like, laughing at the joke, but then when he saw his significant other angry he he went up instead of confronting him like face to face talking it out he went to the violence violence area and slapping punching him whatever which show which is part of like toxic masculinity which is using aggression aggression or violence to show dominance he felt kind of pressured too i don't know why i could just see it in his facial expression he saw he saw his significant other's face and his mood completely changed i felt like he felt kind of pressured to fit into the stigma where men have to prove their manliness resorting to physical violence which should never be acceptable i think society has understand that not only women that should belong to home or should like i think that men in general has like to apport into a relationship. So are you trying to say that men should also take more of the responsibility and it shouldn't be just cleaning and cooking and taking care of the kids, just all on the woman. So there should be more of like a balance. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Are you trying to say that there should be no gender roles? Because I think having gender roles causes more tension between men and women because like then it divides us. Yeah, I mean, if a woman doesn't do something, maybe the man can come and help the woman. It's not something that, it shouldn't be something. together. Yeah, yeah. It should be like a collab, you know, between men and women in a relationship. No, I don't think it's in a relationship. I think in general, it should be like that. What do you mean in general? In general, like, not only in a relationship, men and women should be, um, shouldn't have gender roles. They, in general, in society, we shouldn't have that on men or women in general. Give me an example. For example, caretakers. So t- caretakers, you would expect women to be w- caretakers, right? But then I feel like that pushes away men from actually, like, wanting to take care of their children because they feel like, oh, then if I take care of my child, right, or I take if I babysit another child, then that makes me less man, right? And so that we should not have that in general in society. What, what benefit, like, what benefit does it do to any of us? I think the same thing can go with doctors because I think when the majority of people think of doctors, they think of a man or with nurses. Most people think nurses are, like, a woman's role. But I don't think that should be a thing. I don't think that should normalize how we speculate that. Because in an occupation, a gender has to be put on it. Like, I have an uncle who works as a nurse, and I respect him for that because, I mean, he's helping people. Yeah, I feel like that with, like, jobs, you see that. Like, in, like, technology or, like, IT, you see more men than women. And in, like, nursing, you would see more women than men. So I go, yeah, I feel like it goes both ways. Going off of that, I think toxic masculinity promotes anti-feminism, especially with social media. I think there's a lot of people that are influential and some of those people have very toxic traits and then those toxic traits kind of like correlate with anti-feminism, like with Chris Brown, supposedly like punch Rihanna or something like that. You know, and then people joke about it, which it's not like really... It's like sensitive. Yeah, it's sensitive. It's like messed up. Yeah, I think with, with social media, like for example, I'm a big basketball fan, so I follow a lot of like basketball pages on Instagram. And then when women basketball comes up on those basketball pages, a lot of those comments are very anti-feminist or like toxic. Oh, women shouldn't be playing basketball. They should be blah, 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 which is, you know, we shouldn't be doing that. I think in the sports scene, especially in basketball, toxic masculinity has decreased in a sense, especially with WNBA and the women's NCAA tournament. 
I've seen a lot of comments supporting women, which I think is a change for the better, definitely a change for the better. As men as whole, I think we're going in the right direction, especially in sports, which I think a lot of people think a masculine thing because with sports like soccer, basketball, baseball, football, we mainly think about men and not the women. But now with the resurgence of women athletes, such as college women basketball and the national women's soccer team for the U.S., I think those distinguish the toxic masculinity in sports. That brings us to the end of this episode. If you enjoy our podcast, please rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or visit us on Instagram at Queen's Tech Podcast. And be sure to come back next week for a new hot topic. Until then, this is Chemi. Uh, Tenzing. Betty. Raphael. Always remember, let, let your roar be heard. This podcast was created by Chami Lamo, Tenzing Sherpa, Rafael Kondo, and Betty Zhang. It was produced and recorded by Chami, Tenzing, Betty, Rafael, and edited by Cheonjivi. Queen's Tech Podcast is a product of Queen's Technical High School.